I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge Podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Every Day Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Every Day Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bruce Arians is out. On your head, it's in. Legal analyst expert Brian Claypool talks Deshaun Watson post-deposition. DK Metcalf's diet? I can't wait to hear what Candyman TJ Hushmanzada and Plexico Burrs have to say about it. All that and more coming in hour one. Let's go. Let's go. You want NFL experience? Then this is the show for you. This is Up on Game with LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plaxico Burris. Did you hear that? LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, Plaxico Burris? It's a show with three of the best to ever do it on and off the field. And now, here's Pro Bowlers LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion Plaxico Burris. All right, happy Saturday to everybody. Hopefully you made it through a successful April Fool's Day, and hopefully you weren't the fool, all right? We're here. It's Saturday. Make sure if you're not listening from your car or somewhere else, make sure you listen live from FoxSportsRadio.com or the iHeart app. Uh, you know, serious work sometimes. Check out XM83. Um, see if we're there. Hopefully we are there. Uh, we got a lot to get to. My man, TJ Hushmanzada in the house. Stretch Armstrong himself. Let's go birds. He's in the house. And you know what else is in the house? The Dollar Shave Club. You know, you get that six-blade razor. It brings noticeably smooth shaves with six stainless steel blades for swift hair removal and a lubricating strip that keeps things smooth. 
Dollar Shave Club razors are sold at dollarshaveclub.com or in stores. TJ, I know you use Dollar Shave to keep all that white and gray off your face. And Plex, you know, you got pretty boy stuff, so I know you be using them razors too. So, I mean, you know, I appreciate y'all smoothness. You know, receivers, y'all, y'all tend to try to keep things smooth, man. How y'all feeling? Real smooth? How y'all feeling, man? Hey, man, feel good. I'm Fingers, fingers crossed, man. Like I, I don't know what's going on, man. I don't even know how to uh, use no dye. I just haven't. I got gray hair. I haven't I had any gray you. hair on my face, bro. I, I don't know what's going on. Hey, I don't know what's going on. I can show you how to on. do it. Yeah. My fingers be dyed and everything, so I don't just yeah. dye my hair. I be dying fingernails. All kind. I be having all kinds of dye on me when I be. You know, I I'm sure. I'm sure it's gonna come to me. Here in the next uh, few years, but uh, or hoping, maybe a few I, months. Who knows? Hoping, I don't I know. Talk to, I talk to the die gods and I tell them, please let TJ go gray overnight. Hey, please. when I was born, God the, just the hit hate, me with that. He be hating on you, TJ. Hey, <laughs> hey, I can't help when I was born. God just hit me with that stick and said, you're my son. I can't hide. Oh, about that. Hey, I'm going <laughs> to just let mine go, man, and trust the process, man. So, <laughs> TJ, Straight Coke, off. Hey, we, we, hey, we was in Plexico Vegas. Go, got hey, that we, Gobatrof <laughs> white, white spot in his head. <laughs> hey, we was like going a burp hey, hey, we was going down the elevator in Vegas, and LeVar was standing behind me, and he was looking at the top of my head talking about, hey, man, you look kind of dusty. <laughs> That's how you're going to do it, you huh? Yeah, you're going to be like, you're kind of dusty up top. Hey, look. I'm the grayest of y'all all, so I like to have a good time with it. And speaking of the grayest of them all, fellas, Bruce Arians retires. He, he moves out. He's going to go into the front office. Todd Bowles takes over. And you know what? There has been the discussions of did Tom Brady returning? Um, was, there, was there something to that? He's in, and then all of a sudden, then Bruce Arians retires. We got a little sound from Bruce Arians. And then we want to talk about this. All right. What we got? number of people have already asked, why are you stepping away from the chance to go to the Hall of Fame and win another Super Bowl? Because I don't give a about the Hall of Fame. Secession is way more important to me. This has been my dream for a long time. Guys that know me, they knew I wanted one of my guys to take over. That's more important to me than anything. And have a place where I could go and be welcome back. Of all the players who are there, are a few in here. Every one of them has gotten cussed out, all right, including him. So that's just part of me, you know? So that, that's nothing new, but we have a great relationship. I mean, as soon as he retired, I think we text every week. Hey, where are you at? What are you doing? When are you gonna play golf? Uh, when are you getting back down this way? And uh, so <laughs> people got it right. It couldn't be further from the truth. But then when Tom said he'd come back, I said, now it's, now it's easy. We're in the best shape we've ever been. No better time to pass the torch than now. Fellas, it comes across to me as – and listen, I know, you know, you know Bruce Arians very well, Plex. Uh, I'll defer to you on this. But, you know, I've spent some time with, with B.A. and gotten to know, you know, how he is. Um, it just sounds as though he's making sure he manages this as properly as possible. He used that B.A. charm, that, that B.A. candid uh, and open conversation to make his points – it comes across as, as very believable, but at the same time, let's be clear here. The the chronological order of everything that took place, Coach Arian saying that no way will we release the rights of Tom Brady if he plays, he's going to be a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. He's returning and 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 seemingly stays long enough where the succession rule 
them putting a, a coach in place um, without having to go through the, you know, the interview process as it stands with even the Rooney rule being involved, um, you're able to do it this way based upon the new start of, of the, the year um, and, and, and obviously the amount of time that, that the team would have in order to try to find a coach. Do you guys buy that that Bruce Arians just decided that, you know, having another Hall of Fame or another season that could lead to him and his bid for a Hall of Fame doesn't matter? Do you believe that the succession idea of it was more important for him to get be uh, get get Todd Bowles, the head coaching job was more important than than anything else? Do you buy that Tom Brady had nothing to do with him retiring outside of him feeling good that Todd Bowles would have a quarterback moving into his first season? For for me, everything that Bruce Arian said, I, I believe him that he wanted a succession plan. And, and number one, he will and should be a Hall of Fame coach. He's a longtime assistant with the Steelers. And the Colts gets his opportunity to be the head coach with the Cardinals in. It's like, wow, Bruce Arians really knows what he's doing. And so I do believe him. But there's just no way possible that all of a sudden Brady comes back and I'm stepping down because I want this succession to happen now. There's just no way possible. And so – whether Brady said something or it was hinted at by his people, I believe that's what took place. Mm-hmm. Because it, it just doesn't make any sense that all of a sudden now I'm going to step down and let Todd Bowles succeed me as head coach. You could have done that earlier. Why now? And so, yeah, you've always wanted to have a succession plan. Yeah, you wanted to help your guys out. You didn't want to do it this way at this time. That's what I truly feel is the case. And we're never going to get anybody, Brady's people, Bruce Aaron's people, to say that was the case. But it just seems a bit odd to me. Hmm. I don't know, man. Uh, uh, I have a personal relationship with B.A., so I have to take him at his word. Because back in 2017, when I was out in Arizona – he was basically telling me that, you know, it was, it was 2017 was going to be his last year. And he retired and he went home and sat on the couch and he said, this is not for me. And he ended up down in Tampa. So he's not in the best health as a coach. But I think he wants to, uh, you know, remain in football by going to the front office. But in succession, just like TJ was talking about, I believe that, you know, he's given Todd Bowles another opportunity to – to be a head coach in this league, if you know Bruce Arians' background, uh, you know, he's from Patterson, New Jersey. He went to Temple. Uh, mm-hmm. you, know, you know, Tiki and Rondé's father was his roommate in college. So he's always had that relationship and being be, be able to, to relate to, you know, basically African-Americans. So I believe he's, he's given him another opportunity. And as far as the Hall of Fame, him winning one Super Bowl, do you think that makes him a Hall of Fame coach? I mean, there's some guys that I, I don't know this for certain out of my research and notes, but I, I could assure you he's probably had a better coaching career than some coaches that are in the Hall of Fame. Most certainly. I mean, you it's, it's going to be 
kind of like, ah, is he, he just an impact. Like, he gave Todd Bowles his head coaching job. You know why, Plex? Because he probably feels like Todd Bowles is not going to get another opportunity going through the regular interview process. Byron Leffage will get one. So let me give it to Bowles because he will not get another opportunity if I don't give it to him. It's a hell of a point. Well, well, that's not accurate. The Detroit Lions offered him the head coaching job a couple years ago, and he turned it down. Smart. (laughs) But but, what are you talking about? So he We're didn't take the job. Today, hey, hey, but but you know you 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 know Plex, the black coaches. When you talk to them, they'll tell you we're all for jobs where we're you set up to out. fail. You and we're out. set up to fail, and, and so they're not off like Mike Tomlin. Bless his soul, lucky he went to a stable organization that doesn't take firing a head coach for granted. Like they gonna keep you. Mike Tomlin has done great with the Steelers. The best coach of our generation. Oh, you can argue that. Man, the man had never had a losing season. Best coach of our generation. And so I just look at Bruce Arians and say, man, Todd Bowles is never going to get this opportunity again. And if he does, it's going to be Detroit, Jacksonville. No disrespect, but those organizations have been bad for so long, you're set up to fail. You know, to that point, fellas, and I know we're up against the break, but um, – Already? Yeah, I know it's crazy. Um, The the one thing that came to mind that I thought would be an interesting conversation and a topic to broach would be it's a feel-good story that B.A. did that and he looked out for for Todd Bowles. And then in the midst of everything that's going on with inclusion and all those different things. But if you look at it from the holistic, the total aspect of, of all of it, while it is is commendable and and it is something to to have high praise of of what of what BA did does it raise the conversation of had he did this and it was a white coach what would the what would the feedback what have the response or reaction oh, would it, what would it have been it would have been different hey, it would have been no different doubt, hey, there's, there's no doubt about it listen Bruce Arian would, would would not would not have went into the front office if he could not handpick his coach yeah, no, no that's not it. that's not what that's not what I'm uh, what I'm saying. What oh, I'm saying oh, oh, is, one, in come on, we don't answer to that. We, we don't answer to that. It would have well, been up more. It would have been, been an outrage. There would have been a total outrage about it if he had hired a white coach. But everybody seems to have a kumbaya feeling and moment about it because there was inclusion and and it turned out to be a coach that, as as I believe TJ is correct, is I don't think that Bowles was going to get that fair opportunity to be that guy. Uh, as a head coach in the National Football League again. So I, I just I, I know it might be a conversation for another time, but that was one of the things that I thought like it's like the Rooney rule was put in place to do a certain job. There was this 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 exposed a loophole. And and while it was used in order to propel uh, a, a minority's opportunity to be a head coach, you got to ask yourself the question. Is it possible that that same loophole may be utilized in hiring, you know, coaches in a way where you can't debate it? Like that's it's succession and that's important. And that's what took place. So I don't know. It's something for y'all to think about. Um, and, and I think that it, it, it is certainly an interesting topic. And speaking of interesting topics, we got my man, James Jackson. 
with I'm up on your head coming up next. He's going to jump on the NFL owner's head. I wonder whose it is. Can you guess? Can I guess? I don't know. We'll get to it in a matter of moments. You're listening to Up On Game. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. In the 1980s, Frank Farian was riding high as a successful German music producer, but he was bored. German pop was formulaic, dull, and oh so white. Frank had bigger dreams, American dreams. He wanted to create the kind of music that would rival larger-than-life artists like Michael Jackson or Run DMC. So he assembled a hip-hop duo, two once-in-a-lifetime talents who were charismatic, full of sex appeal, and phenomenal dancers. The only problem? One very important element was missing, but Frank knew just how to fix that. Wondery's new podcast, Blame It on the Fame, dives into one of pop music's biggest controversies. Millie Vanilli set the world on fire, but when their adoring fans learned about the infamous lip syncing, their downfall was swift and brutal. With exclusive interviews from frontman Fab Morvan and his producers Frank Varian and Ingrid Segui, this podcast takes a fresh look at the exploitation of two young Black artists. Follow Blame It on the Fame wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to Blame It on the Fame early and ad-free by joining Wondery+. Plus. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, back up again with TJ and Plexico and I'm Lavar. Come on, we gonna go, go ski. Uh, uh, all right. I, I got carried away. I, I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. Uh, welcome back into Up On Game with TJ Hushman's out of Plexico Burris. I'm Lavar Arrington. If you missed any of the brilliance that you just heard coming back into this segment, that's all right. You could go to wherever it is you download your podcast and pod, uh, subscribe and uh, get a get an episode in, into your system. Uh, anyway, let's uh, let's let's move on to uh, to bigger and better things. Uh, I'm on your head with my man James Jackson. Let's go. Move it like this. I'm on your head with James Jackson. JJ, what you got going on, baby? Whose head you on this week? Yeah, yeah, but y'all, I got to talk to somebody, y'all, because Come on, talk I, spend to a, I spend a lot of time getting on here talking about how players and coaches can be distractions for their football teams, right? 
I just want to make sure I have that same energy when it comes to the front office people when they seem to slip up too. So Jerry Jones, that's right, man. I'm on your head. Yeah, they say everything's bigger in Texas, even the scandals apparently. Stephen <laughs> Jones have had some things to deal with in the past couple of years. And now, now let's add this latest scandal to that list, and it just seems like it's a lot, right? This is about the only time I don't want to keep up with the Joneses. See, Jerry tried his hardest to keep the news of his alleged daughter from going public and still ended up getting hit with a lawsuit anyway. It's really ironic when the Cowboys the one getting hogtied here. Now, this is the owner of the Dallas Cowboys that we're talking about. So let me not get caught up in the spur of the moment too much. Because as the owner and GM of America's team, there's still a football season coming up, right? One that you got to prepare for. And again, there's going to be a lot of pressure on you and your football team to both succeed. So it looks like Jerry's going to be working double time this year. Jones' alleged daughter is seeking $20 million from the multi-billionaire. This is about to be his toughest contract negotiation he's had of his career, man. I'm on your head. <laughs> Oh, What's man, your take on this, one, man? I, I, I've had I had some interesting debates on it during the course of the week, and I was just trying to understand if she's using um, her not getting a job with the FBI um, or other you know other things that she's she's claiming or alleging that she's not been able to do because she can't disclose what who her father is. I find that to be strange. You know, in terms of if if you look to get your identity, um, some people have to go through through life and never know who the person that that they have in their life uh, or who made them has never been in their life. And they don't have that clarity on who it is. You're not going to be precluded from getting a job because you don't know who who your one of your parents is. So I found that to be a tad bit strange. And I know people will debate it because I. If you don't know your dad, you say, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. And, and here's not, what. Hey, not available. Uh, you yeah. know, and, and, and the thing not about applicable. it is, <laughs> even real. if you, even if through the, the agreement, it, it may or may not be, you don't know for certain. He, he basically paid to say, I don't want to take a test. I don't want to take a paternity test. I don't want to be a part of this. And they did, the mother and the father did a deal. Now, that was oh, debated like and, and, and now here's the thing. People will debate. Well, that's not what she did. That's not what she chose to do. Well, many of people will tell you the, the mother of the child or the primary caretaker, the sole custody person controls the, 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 the decisions that are made for that child. So so you can't say, well, she gets to, to, to sue because the mother didn't handle it the right way. That's just how that's just how the system works. Right. Oh, she so, chose. She chose to do it. Right. Go ahead. Y'all take it. Go ahead. Hey. Go ahead. You know what they say? Loose lips sink ships. Yeah, sink ships. Yeah. Hey, the, the mama got to talking. I, Jerry Jones is it? She ain't had to say nothing. She knew she was paid that bread to keep quiet. Now the daughter wants to know: Is Mr. Jerry Jones my daddy? Because if so, uh, I'm, I'm gonna be a part of this Jones dynasty. So, hey, so hold on, TJ. So you think at 25 years old, oh, so for 25 years, you don't think she knew who her father was? She I believe the mom started talking, I'm going to say in the last two to three years. No, because a kid is so innocent that once you become 
of age, you kind of want to know. So you start asking your mother questions. And I believe growing up, she probably, whatever was told to her, she believed it. But as you get older, you start asking more questions. And I think the mom just had it on her chest and said, it's Jerry Jones. I, I really feel that's the case. And Jerry Jones is like, man, I done paid this money. No, y'all better get out of here with this. But, but he, he's really not even trying to acknowledge that it is his daughter. He used the word child support. Listen, why are you paying this woman all this money if this child right. is not your daughter? Exactly. Exactly. And so I don't know if he can be forced. Well, I mean, it's happened all the time to take a paternity test or do a DNA test. But some give give this young woman some clarity. <laughs> I'd be the pappy. Um, yeah, whether or I'd not you're daddy or not. I mean, I'm sure it's going to cause problems <laughs> in your household. It probably already is, Jerry Jones, but this the bed that you made. Now you must lie in it. Oh, man, it's been a rough all season for Dallas. They are definitely Jeez. not getting better this season. He got all this going on. You lose a Mark Cooper. You lose Randy Gregory and Lyle Collins. Ooh, mm, it's mm. been a rough all season Terrible. for the Black, Cowboys. Black. Shaky baby. It's shaky. Shaky hey, baby. Hey, man, this shaky. is some crazy stuff, bro. You got to worry about football. And you something, something that happened so many years ago, you you probably forgot about it, Jerry Jones, and ba-dam, right in your face. Like right. if right. losing yeah. Amari Cooper and Randy Gregory and questioning mm. how this season going to go, here it comes Let me again. get in on this. Let me get in on this and, and, right. and, and see Workplace if I can get me some. misconduct. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Uh, guys, all right. So now now she's suing for damages. And this is why, like, mm. for me, part of the, if, if this was, to me, if this was innocence, if this was innocent in terms of I just want to know who my dad is. That's all. I just want to know who my dad is. And if we can please facilitate this, I'm all in. But you're trying to you're, – you're suing for money. Like, you want money. You want cash. That now tells me it's about the money. Is it really about you knowing who your dad is? Or is it about you wanting to take advantage of who now your said father is? And if he's we my dad, I want that cash. That. We know the answer to that, man. Which makes which. This which is the situation. security to the, of the Jones dynasty, man. Like, absolutely. But he don't have to give her anything. He does not, but. Yeah, he does not. No, he does not. You're right. And that's but the he thing. Gonna, like, he gonna, so he's going to give up something. cash. Is he? But but why is he going to have to give something up? She's twenty five. Listen, she's she's she, of hey, age. Hey, 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 when when you decide to be a parent, the kid cannot choose its parents. She didn't ask to be brought into this world. What correct. Jerry Jones and her mother mm-hmm. did, if it's allegedly correct, that's what you guys did as consenting adults. Um, correct. Do right by her. She didn't ask for this. Y'all did. It was, it was basically an NDA. But what is she? <laughs> what is that. she? But suing for damages. What is she able to get? What is she qualified to get legally through the court system? I have no idea. I don't I think it's no anything. Idea. I do not think that it's anything. And 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 to be honest with you, if you think about it, if if Jerry Jones's name isn't on that child support or or on that on that birth certificate, retroactive support or damages is not. That's not. Nah. That's not in the. That's not in play. 
Hey, technically, she was getting support. Technically. She was. Technically, he paid her off not to talk. They did an NDA or, or did an agreement where he paid the mother $3 million, even bought the kid a pay Range Rover, leave. I believe, for her 16th yep. birthday. Pay you and pay so, she, so she knew who her father was. I'm I don't know you. that she knew. Hey, or, I don't or, know or, that or she knew where was coming from. Or, or, or the Come mama could have bought, you know, the mama quote, unquote, that, bought the Range Rover. And, no. and that's, that's, that's how it's been going, these. The payments and the gifts no. have been coming from Jerry Jones and they're given through the mother to the daughter. Allegedly, yeah. this, you know. Through, through I don't believe for twenty. I, I, I do not believe for twenty-five years that this girl did not did not know that Jerry Jones was was her father. No, no doubt. I don't know. For twenty-five it, it's, years, it's it, hey, listen, it's it's a longer wow. conversation. I hate to have to cut it off. JJ, you clearly came with the most provocative on your head segment that, that we've we've had in, in show history. You keep <laughs> it up. Make sure y'all check out James Jackson, JJ on Straight Facts Podcast on Up yes, On sir. Game Presents. Man, we appreciate you jumping on, bro. We'll talk to you next week. I love go, go Cats. I know y'all watching the final four. Go Cats. Hey, shots out to Villanova. Yeah, and they're gonna have a tall task with that with their with that main dude up out of there with that injury. But man, I I, I got them in my bracket as as a finalist. But anyways, well, I digress. Your bracket is over. It's been dead. It's been dead and gone. Hey, Ilo, you're not dead and gone. You're the legend. You're a living legend. Let's get a trending, sir. What you got? Why? Thank you, Lavar. And actually, no we have uh, Jerry Jones' reaction to that discussion that you guys oh, just wrapped oh. up. Moments okay. ago, let's see what he let's has to it. say. I don't have the patience to jack with you today. I guess oh, I can. Oh, oh, I guess oh, I can sorry. understand his emotions so about sorry. that. Okay, all right. Range Rover, must huh? Be, must be the money. It must be driving me. Must be the money. Speaking of the money, that's the lead story out of the NBA at this hour because earlier today ESPN reported that now Brooklyn Nets guard Ben Simmons has filed a grievance to challenge the nearly twenty million dollars of salary that was withheld to him earlier this season by the Philadelphia 76ers. The grievance will go to an arbitration process. The Basketball Hall of Fame class of 2022 was officially announced a short time ago today. Among this year's inductees, Tim Hardaway, Manu Ginobili, George Carl, Del Harris, Bob Huggins, Swin Cash, and referee Hugh Evans. In Major League Baseball, the Atlanta Braves say that relief pitcher Luke Jackson has damage to the ulnar collateral ligament and his right arm. He's undergoing a comprehensive evaluation to determine next steps. And finally, of course, the Final Four tips off tonight at 6.09 Eastern from the Superdome in New Orleans. First up, Villanova against Kansas. And then at 8.49 Eastern. Please, everyone be quiet. Indeed, they will all be focusing on his Duke Blue Devils taking on North Carolina for the first time ever in the NCAA tournament. Fellas, all yours. Hey, appreciate this. This is brought to you by our favorite, one of our favorite cities, Las Vegas, the greatest arena on earth. Every game, match, race, and competition, it is always on whoever you root for, whatever sport you love to watch. The biggest games are even bigger in Vegas, so make sure to plan your trip today at visitlasvegas.com. Uh, speaking of uh, having uh, interesting thoughts and, 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 and journeys, our next guest, Brian Claypool, we're bringing on legal expert, uh, does a lot of work with Fox, is an amazing, tremendous brain as it applies to all of these legal matters. Welcome you into the show, Brian. How are you doing, sir? Doing great, LeVar. Thanks for having me back. Absolutely. Now, 
this is one of those topics where we had to bring I had to bring in our big gun to talk about it. Deshaun Watson completed his deposition this past week. There were a lot of interesting questions left on the table after the conclusion of of hearing um, some of the sound bites from his deposition. I would want to ask you, and I'm sure the fellas have questions for you as well. My first question to you would be all of the things surrounding where he's currently at. A lot of people are debating, is he in the clear? Is he not in the clear? Does the NFL have any grounds to suspend him or take uh, action against him, disciplinary actions, where he currently is? And, and that would be maybe the, the quickest first, first, you know, out of the gate question for me. Yeah, so there, there's two parts to that question. The first part is, is he out of the clear in terms of a criminal investigation and being prosecuted for yes. alleged sexual assault, right? So we just heard the news, what, a week or two ago, hey, he hasn't been indicted, right? There were mm-hmm. two grand juries in Texas that did not indict him. Then he signs this big, massive contract. But what nobody's talking about is that the statute of limitations in Texas to prosecute somebody for sexual assault is 10 years, dude, 10 years. What that means wow. is there is still an opportunity, for example, if new evidence surfaces for state prosecutors in Texas to go back to another grand jury and and present evidence uh, for purposes of an indictment. So this is by no means closed. And, mm. and, and that makes these civil cases even more important, right? Because he's got all these pending civil cases that he says, I'm going to fight, I'm not going to settle these. What if evidence is generated in any of those civil cases that might possibly implicate him in the criminal case? Then they can go back to the prosecutors and have another grand jury. So this wow. has not ended. Criminal investigation is not closed. Now, Brian, let wow. me ask you this. If there was anything of that nature, <clears throat> excuse me, don't you think that would have come out by now? Like, you, this attorney is not leaving any stone unturned, so to speak. So if it was something that could come up later, don't you think it would be out there now? That's a fantastic question. But what, what a lot of people don't understand with a grand jury investigation is, 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 is it's in a room. You've got 12 individuals in the community. You need nine grand jurors to vote yes to indict, right? But what people don't understand is, is that the prosecutor decides what evidence to put forward at a grand jury investigation. To your question, we don't know. We don't know whether, mm. whether the prosecutor brought in 20 victims and asked them whether they were sexually assaulted by Deshaun Watson. We don't know what witnesses were, were called in. We don't, we don't know whether there was any, any uh, documentary evidence submitted. So to get to your question, it, it's an, uh, there's a lot of uncertainty. We don't know what evidence was presented and if there is potentially any evidence still out there that might then trigger another grand jury investigation. Remember, grand jury investigations are cloaked in secrecy, and, and we don't know what happened. And that's what creates this unknown for the, for the Cleveland Browns. I mean, they are running a risk that something could happen down the road. 
So, in other words, a, if they confirm, my bad, Plex, but if they if they confirm something during this during these civil civil situations in terms of the, does he have to do any more depositions? Like, how does that work? Because if they were to confirm something that was used, or maybe they were holding off on using, and it gets confirmed in one of these depositions, then that's what you're saying. That that and now it's like, oh, this is a clear clear way forward. Yeah, exactly. So, so think about it. He's got what I think twenty two pending civil lawsuits. Conceivably, LeVar, he could, Deshaun Watson could be deposed or have his deposition taken 22 different times. Because mm. in every civil, because each civil case is different. So lawyers in each of those cases can, can take his deposition. If I'm representing Deshaun Watson, I'm, I'm, I'm resolving those cases, right? I'm, Me, I, I know Deshaun. You're, de- you're, you're going to settle. Absolutely, dude. I'm settling. If I'm representing Deshaun Watson, I'm I'm wrapping up those civil cases. I know he wants to send a message. Hey, look, um, I, I read an article. Hey, I'm fighting all these cases. That's dangerous because he's got to he's got to sit down under oath. Just so your listeners know, deposition is when you sit down under oath and you're asked questions, and and a deposition is like courtroom testimony. So you're not you're not only setting yourself up for potential another potential grand jury investigation down the road but you're also potentially setting yourself up for perjury i'm not saying he's done anything wrong or he's going to commit perjury but the risk of deshaun watson going through more civil depositions in my opinion outweighs the benefit of 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 just settling these cases and if he settles them you guys should know this too anytime you settle a civil lawsuit you have a clause in the settlement agreement that says no admission I've not admitted any liability at all. I'm not liable for anything. I, I don't believe what this victim said, but I'm going to pay her some money. And, and what that does is that caps then any more commentary made by Watson that could potentially be used by a criminal prosecutor down the road. Oh, man. All right. I wish we had more time. I'm sorry I stepped on you, Plex. Um we got to, we're going to have to bring you back on. Um, um, this is Brian Claypool. Make sure you check out Brian Claypool. He, he does excellent work. Check him out on social media. Where, where can they find you, Brian? Yeah, it's brian.claypool on, on Instagram. Uh, yeah, I appreciate you guys having me back. Keep up the good work. Absolutely. We appreciate having you, Clay. Uh, wow. Uh, I, you're listening to, to Up On Game. Uh I mean, the, the conversations keep on going. I, I don't, you know, we, we got to, I don't know. Anyway, and DK Metcalf, what you got? What was your question? No, no we, we're talking about it when we come back. You want to talk about it when we come back? We're going to talk yes. about Plexico Burris' question when we come back. You're listening to Up On Game. Um, yeah, stay tuned. We'll be right back. Mike check. Mike check. If you want exclusive insight from the biggest names in the sports game, what's good? This is national champion and former pro baller Chris Johnson. And let me tell you a little bit about my new series, KJ Live. KJ Live is the only show featuring me going one-on-one with the brightest basketball minds on the planet to get the real. And when I say real, I mean that real. I got legendary Hall of Famers, elite coaches, and the top basketball insiders bringing you a unique perspective on all things hoops culture that you will not find anywhere else. So make your next move your best move and tap in with me on KJ Live wherever you get your podcast from. 
Uh. In the 1980s, Frank Farian was riding high as a successful German music producer, but he was bored. German pop was formulaic, dull, and oh so white. Frank had bigger dreams, American dreams. He wanted to create the kind of music that would rival larger-than-life artists like Michael Jackson or Run DMC. So he assembled a hip-hop duo, two once-in-a-lifetime talents who were charismatic, full of sex appeal, and phenomenal dancers. The only problem? One very important element was missing, but Frank knew just how to fix that. Wondery's new podcast, Blame It on the Fame, dives into one of pop music's biggest controversies. Millie Vanilli set the world on fire, but when their adoring fans learned about the infamous lip syncing, their downfall was swift and brutal. With exclusive interviews from frontman Fab Morvan and his producers Frank Varian and Ingrid Segui, this podcast takes a fresh look at the exploitation of two young Black artists. Follow Blame It on the Fame wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to Blame It on the Fame early and ad-free by joining Wondery+. Plus. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, welcome back into the show. You're listening to Up On Game. I, I, I got I to ask, what's, what's the question, Plex? Because you, when, you, when you pulled it out, you said it was, well, well pause. When, the, when you pulled that question out to, to, to present, <laughs> we were heading very quickly into a break. So what was oh, the yeah. question? And I hope that we have some feedback versus Brian Man, needed next to question. respond to it. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, so based off of all the information that I just heard from Brian Claypool, you know, uh, Andrew Barry said they did their due diligence when investigating, you know, bringing Deshaun Watson onto the organization. They hired the, they hired the private, the, the private investigators to do their research, and he just said that in the state of Texas, it, it can take up to ten years. You can still prosecute in the state of Texas for ten years for sexual assault. So if any new information resurfaces within ten years, no, yeah, within within the length of his contract. Yes. Do, do the Cleveland Browns still have to pay him his guaranteed money? I think they're going to have clauses in there for that, Plex. You think so? I'm pretty. I'm pretty hey, even guaranteed for now, is even guaranteed, for now, bro. Guaranteed is guaranteed. That's guaranteed, bro. 
Like I when don't it know. says the entire contract is that guarantee is a guarantee. If I, something I can resurface three years from now, any new details, and he's found guilty of one of those not, twenty-two civil cases, you think they still got to pay him or not? No, I think that they're put. I th- I'm pretty certain there are are kill clauses, uh, poison pill clauses in that contract. If he's even if he's not allowed to play, able to play this season. He's not going to get – that guarantee is guaranteed given that he is clear of those legal – those legal, uh, you know, legal situations. If if he, for any reason, based off of this legal situation, is not able to play, Cleveland has those provisions in that in that contract. I can guarantee you guys that. He had they, – they, they have that in the contract. And he would have had to have agreed to that. It's guaranteed as long as he says did, it is what it is. They did their research. They did their research. Okay. They absolutely, they absolutely did their research because – So, I say they did their research. So, yeah, uh, he's only making, what, $1.5 million this year for a base salary. So, it'd be For a base salary. I right. think he's only, he, he's only going to get – I think the fine is like $57,000 a game, and the NFL is investigating the contract. Mm. I would be – I'm saying I believe this to be true, but I am not I am not the authority on contracts. So I, I certainly do not have the, the right answer for that. I, I Just based off of what I've heard, there is language in the contract – um, and, and I have read, I believe, it, but who knows what's true or what's not true other than the people who are doing it. But you would have to believe or assume that that the organization is protecting themselves and bracing for if something were to go wrong. You know, my biggest yeah. question is, is, is why would you not settle? Why would you not settle? Even if you know you're innocent and that's his contingency. Why would you not settle anyway? You're getting two hundred and thirty million guaranteed. Listen, listen, what you listen. Mean? You don't, mean why? You don't his, believe. You don't his believe. His credibility but, is on the line, man. But you don't yeah, believe. It's, it, already, it's been it's an offer to settle, and it's not beneficial you think that's what, to him. What's going and on? They, yeah, I'm assuming. Like, yes, He's there were talks of a settlement. The, the attorney representing the women seems to be a bit greedy. Um, yeah. Seems to be a bit. Of a publicity a blank. He's a D-bag. Yeah. And, and so he, he's got, he he's likes got the, the publicity he's getting from this. And yeah. maybe he's advising his clients not to. I mean, there could be a lot of variables that are going into this. Why not settle? Maybe he's tried. Maybe he hasn't. But ultimately, when you don't have criminal charges filed to me, it's null and void. You ask me, like move yeah, on. Yeah, but Brian Claypool just dispelled that. Like, yeah, yeah. but I was he thinking, tried. Yeah, he, he can be tried twenty-two more times. But this is my in thing. My mind, though. I was thinking double jeopardy. Like, this is my thing. Exactly. You don't think this thing. attorney yeah. has turned over everything he could possibly find? He might not have. That's what he's saying, though, TJ. Man, he listen. might not have turned over everything. He might have turned over what man, he the way this attorney is prosecuted. acting, he went and found all these different people. And, man, that dude is working day and night because he's trying, he's trying to see this. Uh, but what if something happens in the, in the, uh, the depositions that confirms something that might have not have been confirmed that would have led those, pro- uh, those jurors That's to say this isn't saying. enough? That's the problem here. That's 
the problem. And that's why whether credibility or what, I don't care. Get out of there. You know, you remember when uh, Apollo's trainer was holding the towel, telling him <laughs> to stop the fight? You better throw that goddamn towel into the to the ring and get up out of there. I don't care if it costs you uh, to the upwards of five, ten million dollars. I don't care. Oh, it's going to cost more than that. Get out of there. No, nah, I don't know. About get out of there. I don't know. Hey, you know, the man's trying to know? clear his name. Molin Void, 100%. Well, I know what we're trying to clear. The air on everything that's going on on Up On Game. We got Hour 2 coming up. Make sure you stay tuned, dialed in, because we got a lot to give you in Hour 2. As you can tell, we try to squeeze it in. You know what I mean? If you dig what I'm saying, squeeze all that information Baby, in. I got your money. <laughs> hey, a dirty. We'll be right back. Fox Baby, Sports Radio. I got your money. <laughs> oh, no. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge Podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.